Dafvav Amid Aleph, two lines into the page, just to review what we're talking about. We were discussing the halachas of a yad of a nether. So a yad of a nether is, again, a nether is, you say, hare like a carbon, like this food is like a carbon. That's officially a nether deraisa. A yad is where you say, hare zu, um, you know, hare zu mudrani mimcha mimachal So it's, it's the same gist, it's the same premise, you're just not fully speaking out with the same syntax, and you're not like as clear as, as the Torah dictated. And then we were discussing, what about a yad she'en mochiach? A yad she'en mochiach means it's a yad that's not clear. It's a vague yad. So it's, a yad itself is just the gist of a nether, and then you did a vague one. So he said, it's machloikas Abaye and Rav. Abaye held that yad she'en mochiach is a nether, is a yad. Rav disagrees. Fine. So we said yesterday, we thought the machlekes, Abay and Rava, was going to be the machlekes of Yehud and the Rabbanon regarding Gitin. We know that by Gitin it's a machlekes, whether a Yad She'en Mochiach is a Get. So if you write on the Get a vague Lashen, like Hareat Muteres HaChaladam, it's a machlekes Tanoim. So we thought, okay, say machlekes over here by Nadar. So we rejected it, we said, no, Abaye says, I could work according to everybody. Rava says, I could work according to everybody. Fine. Here's the Kasha. Mesve. The Raisa says like this, Harehu Alai. If you say, Harehu Alai, now Harehu Alai is, is a Yad, because it's not exactly speaking out that it's, it's, it's a nether, but it's clear enough. Harehu Alai means that's similar to the Lushan that people would make when they would uh, designate an animal as a carbon. They would say, Harehu Alai Kinedava, Harehu Alai. So Harehu Alai is a Yad of a nether. So if you say, Harehu Alai, Hareze Alai, Asr. That's close enough. That's a yad for a lashon of a nether. That's close enough to designate a carbon that that's considered a yad for a nether. Okay, so far so good. Here's the kasha. Time The implication of the brisa is that it's only a yad because you spoke out harehu alai. This thing is to me alai like a carbon. But if you just said harehu, which was also a shtikal lashon of a carbon. That's called a yad she'en mochiach, harehu. If you look at a, yeah, by a pizza, you point to harehu, that the Gemara perceives is a yad she'en mochiach. It's a vague yad. The Gemara understands this. The Gemara will discuss in a moment. The Gemara feels that that's a vague yad because if harehu alai is a yad, then harehu is a vague yad. And what is the implication of the b'raisa? No good. It's only a problem if you say harehu alai. Avaloi amar alai loi. If you just said Harehu, it's not a Yad. What do you see? You see that that's not like Abaya. Because Abaya feels that a Yad Shein Mochiach is a Yad. A Yad Shein Mochiach, a vague Yad, is a Yad when it comes to Nedarim. This is a vague Yad, and it's not a Nedar. And Abaya said yesterday he works according to Altanayim. So you can't even say that this mission is like Rav Yehuda, because Rabaya is, is, is according to Altanayim. So Abaya feels that a vague Yad is a Nedar. This is a vague Yad, and it's not a Nedar. So Abaya responds like this. Abaya says, no, harehu is not even a vague yad. Harehu is nothing. Meaning a vague yad still is implying that it's in the direction of a nether. Harehu could mean tzedakah, could mean hefker. Abaya responds that harehu is not even a vague yad. It's less than a vague yad. Harehu? Well, because harehu was the lotion that people would make when they would designate something as a carbon. So harehu should be a vague yad. Harehu was like the colloquial way to say something's a carbon. So harehu 
That should be a vague yad. Abai responds, no, harehu is, is, is nothing. The Gemara responds, the Gemara says, wait a minute, habneshu yad le karban katani. Harehu a lie is a yad for a carbon. Harehu is nothing? That doesn't make sense. Which part of, um, if I were to ask you, out of the, okay, hare means hare this, who and a lie, which out of the two words is, is more uh, important regarding designating something as a nether? A lie. No, a lie just means it's on me, but hare who is, this is, this is something I'm designating. So you're going to tell me hare who a lie is a yad and hare who is nothing? The Gemara does not feel that that's plausible. If hare who a lie is a yad, a full yad for a carbon, because that's how people would speak, then hare who is in a yach in mochiach. It's a vague yad. Because a lie just means that I'm the one who's responsible. Harehu is what I'm designating. If harehu a lie is a yad, then harehu is probably a vague yad. So you can't tell me that harehu is nothing. So Abayah says, okay, I get what you're saying. So the Gemara responds, Abayah responds like this. Abaya says, you know what? I'm going to make it work according to me. Again, what's Abaya Shita? Abaya Shita is that a vague yad is considered a nether. So why does it have to be Harehu Alai? Even Harehu should be a nether. So Abaya says, you're right. Harehu Alai means that this is a nether. It's a yad, so it's a nether. So that means when you're making something a nether, that means it's also to me, but it's mutter to everyone else. Harehu is actually so powerful, according to Abaya, it's usher for everybody. Why? Harehu can mean hegdish. If I make something hegdish, it's usher for the whole world. So harehu alai is usher to me, because I'm clarifying that it's a nether. Harehu is a nether, but it's such a powerful nether that it actually could mean hegdish. And because we don't, we're not sure if you're making it a nether or you're making it hegdish, if there's a chance you're making it hegdish, we're going to be machmer. So Abayah responds that this b'risa works according to me, and harehu is something. What's the difference? Harehu alai is a nether. Harehu is a nether that could be hegdish. So we're going to treat it as hegdish, and it's usher for the entire world to benefit from, like anything else that you're magdish. That's a buyer's response. So it's still not a yachin Correct. Oh, no, it is, but it's, it's a yachin machiach. That's usr. Meaning when the b'risa says harehu alai is usr, it means it's usr to me and mutter to you. Harehu is a yachin machiach, and according to Abaya, that is a neder, but it's a neder in this scenario because in Mahimin Hegdish, it's usr for the entire world. One more kash on Abaya. Okay, and according to Abaya, a vague yad is no good. Fine. The Brisa says like this, Harezu chatas, harezu asham. Let's say you point to an animal, you say, this is a chatas, this is an asham. The halacha is, af chatas asham. Even if you're obligated to bring a chatas and an asham, loy omar klum. You're not, it's not a carbon. Why? Because you didn't say harezu chatas shali, or chatas alai. Now, pause right there. Harezu chatas. That's, that's at worst a vague yad. Right? That's at worst a vague yad, right? A, a, a full yad would be harezu chata shali or alai chatas, whatever, but you pointed harezu chatas. So, yeah, it's vague because you could just say, you know, I'd like this to be a chatas in the future, or I thought this was, yeah, I, I get it, it's a little vague. The Bryce says no good. That's not like a bayah. Because again, a bayah holds a vague yad is considered another. If I point to an animal, harezu chatas, that's at least vague. That's at least a vague yad, and it's nothing. So you see that this brice is not like a bai. Let's just finish up the brice before we continue. Harezu uh, chatasi, harezu ashami. If you say this is my chatas and this is my asham, then im kayom. And then if you're obligated to bring a chatas, then it works. If not, you can't obligate yourself to bring a chatas if you're not obligated. Fine. But you see, harezu chatasi is a full yad. Harezu is a vague yad and it's nothing. Tiyufta da 
not like Abaya. So what does Abaya say? Again, yesterday's daf, before yesterday's daf, I could have told you that Abaya would say, it's a machleikas tanoim, right? There's a machleikas whether a vague yad is considered a yad for nidarim. We thought yesterday that Abaya, like, we could have just said that this brisa, Abaya says, is not like me, but it's like one of the Tanoim. The problem was we ended yesterday's daf by saying that Abaya says, I work according to everybody. And Rabbi says, I work according to everybody. Now you have a brisa that's not like Abaya, and you can't just say, well, it's a machlekes Tanoim, because I thought Abaya is supposed to work according to Lekuli Alma. So you know what Abaya says? Amr lach Abaya, hamani Rav That brisa is not like me, that brisa is Rav Yehuda. Meaning, we're reversing what we said yesterday. That machlekes tanoim that we had yesterday, whether a vague get is a get, is the same machlekes by nedarim. And Abaya's opinion that a vague yad for a nether is a nether is only according to the Tanakama, not according to Rav Yehuda. So what we said yesterday, that he works according to everybody, throw that out. He retracted that statement. He is working only according to one opinion. So every b'risa against him is like the other tan. So when Abaya says yesterday that he could be according to both tanoim, incorrect. So the Gemara says, wait a minute. <laughs> I thought you said yesterday that you could work according to him. He retracted his statement. Abaya cannot be according to everybody. Abaya is following one opinion. So the Machleikas Tanoyim by Gitin, whether a vague get is a vague yad is considered a get, is the same Machleikas by Nadarm. So Abaya retracted his view. So the Gemara wants to know, did Rava also retract his view? Because we also said yesterday that Rava, who says that a vague yad is not a good neder, he made it, he says, I can work according to both Tanoyim by Gitin also. So Abaya retracted. What about Rava? So the Gemara says, I'm like Rava, I know that I'm does Rav also retract his view? He said, no. I'm like, Rav, no. I know that I'm going to feel the Rabbanon. Abai says, no. What I said yesterday could still work, which is that by Gittin, um, a vague Yad is considered a good Yad according to Tanakama because by a get, you're giving your wife a get, uh, even vague, you could figure it out. But a nether, not a good nether. So Abaya retracted his view, and Abaya is now only according to one Atana. Rava is still going with his uh, assumption that he could work according to everybody. End of that discussion. Go to the next page. So the Gemara now says, a new, a new Shaila, a couple Shailas, very easy. Boi Rav Papa, Rav Papa the Shaila, Yesh Yad L'Kedushin Eloi. We know that when it comes to Nedarim, there's a yad, which is again, it's not the exact lashon, but it's the gist. Then we've had a deshayla about a yad shen mochiach, a vague yad, but a yad definitely exists. What about kedushin? What if you is there a yad by kedushin? If you're mekadesh and isha with with a yad, does that work? Now you'll say, well, of course not, because if you don't say harei mekadeshesli, then it's like, what do you say harei at? Like nothing. That's nothing. So what's the case? The gemara wants to know not a, a vague yad, a straight up yad. Is a straight-up Yad effective by Kedushin? So the Gemara wants to know, what's the case? So the Gemara says like this, Hey dami, what's the case? Uh, I'll tell you, the, the Ran explains that it's, I'll, I'll explain according to the Ran. You go over to one woman and you give her two prutas. Right? You, have to, if they get, you give her the two rings. It's not where you give, there's two women in front of you, but you give one woman two rings. It can't be that you're giving both, according to the Rav. You're giving both, both rings to the first wife. And you say, Then you turn to the other woman, You too. So the Gemara says, Pshita, that's not even a Yah, that's Pashit. That's clear, that's not even a Yah, that you said, You gave the woman two rings, a woman is allowed to receive Kedushin for her friend, she could be a Shliach. You 
clearly gave her two rings. You clearly said her at Mikdash Asli. You turned to the other one. You also. That's not even a yad. A yad is like the gist. This isn't even the gist. This is, you clearly said that my statement, I meant to have you as well, as a wife. So that, that's, that's, that's full kedushin. The Gemara doesn't even perceive that as a yad. The Gemara perceives that as better than a yad. Because a yad is where, you, is where there's room for um, interpretation. Every yad, it's a little vague. Not a vague yad, it's super vague. But every yad, it's like, you didn't say the Lashen, but it's the gist. Over here, w- w- what's the shayla? What's the room for interpretation? No, because you gave the first what? No, the hal- as I said, the, the halacha is that a, a woman can, can receive kesef kedushin as a shliach for her friend. So when I give Rachel two rings, and then I say, and then I turn to Leah and I say, you also, that's my way of saying, the first ring is for you, the second ring you're a shliach for Leah. The, but the Gemara feels that that's even better than a yad, because there's no room for interpretation. Like what's, every yad, it's a little vague. Like, mudrani himcha, mimashani oichalach, right? That's the classic yad by Nadarim. The, by, by Nadarim, it, while that's the classic yad, there's still a little room for, for interpretation, because you could say, I'm distancing myself because I don't like your face, or eh, from food, probably food-related. So it's like 85% clear, every yad. Over here, but in this case of Kedushin, where is the room for interpretation? So the Gemara feels this is actually better than Yad. So what's the case? Rather, the Gemara says, You turn to a woman, again, give the two rings to the first one, you say, Then you turn to Leah, he says, At, you. So, the At, and you. Two rings again? Yeah, according to the Rodin. So now you turn to Leah and you said, and you. So now the question is, did you mean, and you, I also want to marry you? Or it could be, and you, meaning you, can you watch this? Like, can you post this on Instagram? Can you, you're like, can you watch what we're doing? You're, you're, uh, you're watching what we're doing. Meaning, and you, meaning, and you are watching. You didn't, meaning you didn't finish your statement. Your statement. Is, and you, I'd like to marry, or and you get to see the whole promotion. How lucky are you? Yeah, by the way, this is, it, it's, to be fair, in his, in, his, in his defense, he had a sore throat, and he didn't really want to take the extra time. I don't know. Um, by the way, you, you know, I'm going to make fun of this, and I'm going to get a call tonight, and the guy's going to be like, well, you know, to be fair, I did, uh, you know, I, I said this. Um, by the way, I got, I got a, one of, uh, someone I know, I got a picture of him, um, at a wedding recently, giving a ring to a, a girl. Actually, she was on her knee. So I wrote to him, um, well, what are we doing? Uh, high school kid, what are we doing? He's like, don't worry. I said, did you say any Hebrew when you gave it to her? He said, I said, will you be my cousin? I was like, okay. <laughs> All right, good. All right, great. So I make fun of it, and then these Shilohs come up. So I, this could happen all the time. I just don't want to be called about it. The Gemara says... <laughs> so do we say do, did he mean meaning I also want to marry you and it's a yad you're just saying you're watching you're seeing the production so that's the question the Gemara doesn't answer the question so the question is is there a yad for Kedushin so the Gemara finds it a little strange Rav Papa is the one asking this, if there's a Yad for Kedushin. Here's the strange part. In Mesechus Kedushin, Apparently in, in Mesechus Kedushin, there's a discussion. And Shmuel said 
something along the lines that led Rav Papa to make the following statement. Shmuel indicated that a vague yad is a yad for Kedushin. A vague yad. So Rav Papa said to Abaya, Shmuel holds a vague yad is a yad? Stop. What does that tell you? That implies that a yad is for sure a yad. Rav Papa's like turning to Abaya and he's like, did Shmuel just say a vague yad is a yad? That's his question in Kedushin. The Gemara says the implication from that question is that a yad, a yad is a yad, meaning a regular yad for Kedushin is effective. The whole Shaila is, he was asking, does Shmuel hold a vague yad is, is effective? That was the, so the Gemara says, so according to Abai, a Papa in this Masechta is asking whether a yad is an effective form of Kedushin. And in Masechta's Kedushin, he's asking about Shmuel. Did Shmuel say a vague yad is effective? That implies that a regular yad is for sure effective. A vague yad is the Shaila. So the Gemara says, no. The Gemara says, Chada migav my l'shmuel By the way, I'll point this out. I'll, I'll translate this for you. Chada migav, one from the other, my desfirle l'shmuel, that which Shmuel feels, Abaya is asking. Um, so what does that mean? So Rashi says, or the Mefarish says, hachi um, this is what Rav Papa actually means in Mesech's Kedushin. Mi sfirle l'shmuel yesh Kedushin. It's a double question. Does Shmuel actually hold a yad is working? And then if he does, he also holds a vague yad is effective? So meaning in Mesechus Kedushin, when Rav Papa asks, Shmuel holds a vague yad is effective, he's not making an assumption that a yad is effective. He's asking a double-layered question. He's saying, first of all, a yad is effective, and even more than that, this is a vague yad. So like Shmuel holds a yad is effective, and not only that, a vague yad is effective. So don't, when he asked a vague yad, he was not implying that he has a, a, you know, a foundation of a yad being effective. In this Masechta, he's not sure whether a yad is effective, and he doesn't answer it. In Masechta's Kedushin, he was asking a double-layered question. He was saying, first of all, it kind of sounds like according to Shmuel, of yad is effective, and this is a vague yad. So his question remains. Well, I pointed out the Lashon. Lashon is strange. It's just, it, doesn't, it just reads funny. So um, the Rosh on Daf Beis Amid Beis has a line that he says, Lashen Nedarim, uh, I think it's a, uh, he, he has a lush, he has a, he says about the Meseches Nedarim that Lashen um, Nedarim, I think Menuda, it means that the Lashen is the Meseches Nedarim are strange. I, I don't know why, I'm sure there's historians that would say that it was written in a certain, I don't know, the, the Lashen, it's a, it's a stranger Lashen, it's like a little Yerushalmi-esque for the record. Anyway. Uh, so the Gemara, that's the Gemara says. So when it comes to kedushin, he's not sure. New question: Boyer of Papa, Yesh Yad Lepeya, Ainlat Yad Lepeya. Is there such a thing a Yad by Peya? We know the Peya is obligation to leave a corner of your field for poor people. So does a Yad work also? Obviously, you have to declare that this is for the poor people because if you don't, then they can't just take the corner of your field. You have to say this is Peya. What if you do a Yad? So the Gemara says, what does that mean? Hey Chidami, well, what's the case? So you turn to one corner of your field and you say, this ugya, this corner should be peya. And then you turn to the other corner and you say, you also. Same problem. By Kedushin, we said that's not even a yad. That's clear. The Gemara says, that's, that's good peya. That's not even a yad. That's not even, that's better than a yad. So, the answer is, you said, this corner should be peya. And then you turn, and you. So the question is, are you saying, and you are Peah, the other corner is also Peah, are you saying, no, and you're not Peah. 
You didn't, you didn't finish your sentence. Huh? True. What meaning you're saying, this corner is paya, and you, you're not paya. I, I, I don't know. I, I guess. And then you stop moving. No, so I, I don't know. So that, that, that's Gemara's caution. Now, the Gemara just says, the Gemara deduces a halachic implication from this. Again, what's the question? You have two corners of your field. One corner you say is paya. The other corner you said something vague. We're not sure whether you... Uh, uh, there's a certain shear for paya. Means uh, maximum, but there's a minimum amount of pay. Uh, I'm not sure exactly in, in 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 practical terms, but let's say it's it's uh, uh, two amas. It's not, but let's just say it's two amas. There's a minimum amount of pay. That first corner that you designated as paya must have the full shear because if that's not the full shear, then obviously you're trying to combine them together. So it must be that the first corner is is a. Uh, uh, is the is is enough for paya, which means you could have more than the corner of your field be paya, right? In essence, you're saying that the paya meaning means the corner of your field can be if it's a tremendously large field can be a large. If I'm saying the corner of my field is paya and that's the minimum amount, I'm to the mitzvah, and then I say to the other corner and you, that means that potentially I can have two corners of my field be paya. The question, the chiddush is, can you have paya be more than the corner? <laughs> Meaning, can, the implication from the Gemara is, is that you could have more than the corner of your field. Because if I'm starting, I'm given multiple corners, then they're not corners anymore. The Gemara deduces from this as an aside halacha that you can have more than a corner of your field be paya. So the Gemara says, um, Michlal, you could deduce from this, you could say the entire field is pay. Pay, while it technically means the corner, it means giving the corner of your field to tzedakah, but you could say the entire field is pay. So the Gemara says, in, yeah, it's true. Vatanya, menayin shimrotz elasas kol sadeyu peya. The Bryce backs this up. The Bryce says, how do I know that if you want to make your entire field pay, you could? Tamalimer pa'asadecha. Okay. Pa'asadecha means your entire sada could be paya. So the question is, is there a yad for paya? So what's the question based on? Mi amrina do we say, kivan de iskish lu karbonos, ma karbonos yeshlam yad, af paya yeshla yad? We know that by yad, by karbonos works, right? That by karbonos, if you say, if you say, harezu chatasi, right, that's a yad, and it's effective by nadarim, we know that paya is compared to karbonos, as we'll see in a moment. So because pay is compared to karbonos, do we say just like karbonos, a yad is effective, so to pay is a, is a yad is effective? Or perhaps no. The hekish comparing karbonos to paya is not regarding everything. It's not regarding yad. It's purely regarding baltacher. As we said over the last couple dafim, baltacher means that you have a minimum amount of time that you have to bring your carbon, and if you pass that requisite time, you're over an iser. It's the same thing with paya. You can't just be like, I'm gonna. I'll give pay in. in I'm gonna leave my corner, but I'll give it to the anim in three years from now. It doesn't work like that. There's a certain amount of time, and the Gemara in Bamitzia talks about when that time is. But so that's learned out from Carbonos. So the question is: Is the hekesh to Carbonos regarding yad or purely regarding baltaacher? Doesn't have an answer. The Gemara doesn't answer this question. It didn't answer the question by yad of kedushin either. But the Gemara does say um, just ends off with this: Hecha iskish. You're telling me there's a connection between Carbonos and Peah. Where is this? Detanya, as the Brisa says. Uh, go to the next page. Me'amach. This is a pasuk regarding Baltaacher. The pasuk says Me'amach. Zeleket shechupeya. 
So the Gemara says that's referring to Lekat Shukha Peya. So the Drosha connecting Peya to Karbonus is regarding Baltacher. The question is, is it Dafka Baltacher or regarding Yad as well? The Gemara doesn't answer it. We'll stop here and pick it up tomorrow. My pleasure.